Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. The Jets are going into week six. I can't believe it's week six already versus the Philadelphia Eagles. And at this point, the Jets have played the Kansas City Chiefs, the Dallas mm. Cowboys, who I guess didn't age well, and neither did the Patriots. But the <laughs> Bills uh, aged the other way. Like, what a crazy schedule. Uh, you know, we all knew. We all been talking about it for months. And it finally comes to a head here. The Jets have two wins. We're two and three. Aaron Rodgers going down on the fourth play and subbing it back in Zach Wilson, acting as if, you know, last year just, again, just scrolled right back into this year. And Greg, two wins and two Achilles injuries to my favorite players. That is the most insane luck. Uh, That's the only thing I can call it. It has to just be luck. This is insane, Greg. Yeah, it's terrible. Both New York teams not in the playoffs. Rangers first round pick looks like he sucks from two years ago. Yeah. Complete bust. Right? We'll see with the Rangers. We'll see how they how they do this year. The Devils are all right. I'm not supposed to like them. Like they're okay. We'll see about Jack Hughes. The Giants absolutely suck. <laughs> like all I have right now is the Jets and the Knicks. And then the, I said the Knicks on the other side of that. And then the Jets here. Every time my favorite players. Every time we win a game. I, we lose an Achilles, not not like a strain, a leg, not an ankle sprain, an Achilles. Like it's crazy, unreal, man. Aaron Rodgers goes down. We win. Elijah Vera Tucker. Unfortunately, it looks like he's going to be out for this season. Aaron Rodgers gains another buddy in the rehab center out in, out in California. Vera Tucker's from California. But, dude, I, I cannot believe that another Denver game for Elijah Barrett Tucker and, an, and another season-ending injury. That's insane. Uh, and both are kind of like we didn't think it would be that serious coming out of the game. And then both of then midweek or early in the week, all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, it's season-ending. It's a season-ending tricep. Like, what do you mean? Like, he hurt his, he hurt his arm. And same thing with the leg. Like he 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 played another down. Like he walked off the field. Like what do you mean this is Achilles? Like what's going on? And it's it's tough because AVT is a fan favorite. He's incredible. Um, has played any position we've asked him to, and he's done tremendously well. We need him. Like we need him on that right tackle position. Now we're going to be kind of flummoxed to try to figure out what are we doing? Is it someone internally? I know we're we know we worked out Lyle Collins, who's coming back from his own ACL injury. So um, maybe it's finding someone on the on the market that we can, you know, plug in at that right tackle position. But John, you've talked about it for the last few weeks now. Get getting that offensive line to play together week in and week out, seeing them improve week in and week out has helped Zach Wilson, has helped Brees Hall, has helped this team week in and week out. And now a major health. piece, yeah. Now a major piece <laughs> is gone for the season. It's it's tough. It's another dude, crushing blow, dude. On an Achilles, man. Like, oh, it, it's 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 really becoming a nightmare. I'm glad we got the win. We do have two wins. We are two and three. Yeah, you did say Lyle Collins. You know, is working out. It's just to be honest with you, it just never works out for the Jets with these. Free agent acquisitions, especially mid-season, it just True. never has ever worked out. So 
I'm just not going to ever get excited, <laughs> you know, about Lyle Collins coming out at right tackle. What the Jets do excel at is getting Max Mitchell in there at right tackle and coming through. Yes, he didn't play amazing the first play he was in there cold, you know, at right tackle. Sure, in the pass protection. Yep. I mean, I, I agree. But he put, he looked he looked really good when he did get starting time last year, and he only left for blood clots. He didn't have a real injury, right? It wasn't yeah. like a, any it was like very serious, any. but it wasn't like football really related. So I think he can get back on track. Let me ask you this: I'll give you my feelings right away. I'm, I can't shy away from them. If they if they move Beckton to right tackle and put Dwayne Brown back at left tackle off IR, that is absolute malpractice. Yes. Like if I'm Beckton, I'm not resigning with the Jets. Yep. Okay, you agree, you agree with me? Yeah, I agree 100. percent Like he's playing left tackle. He's playing left tackle well, and it's a contract year, bro. Don't like it's practice, dude. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. At this point, you have to let him stay at left tackle and let him keep playing well. I mean, we need him. We need this offensive line to have some consistency to keep moving these pieces around. To me, it doesn't make any sense. We don't know. Yeah, what Dwayne Brown hasn't played well in, I don't know. Like three years. years. Yeah, years. I know. And listen, if he comes back off IR and he still desperately really wants to play for the Jets at left tackle... Which I'm I'm doubting why he wouldn't just retire and take his money anyway if he's going to retire after this year regardless. Yeah. But let him just stay as the backup left tackle. Collect yeah. your money. The Beckton goes down in an unfortunate circumstance because we are the New York Jets, probably with an Achilles, mm-hmm. and you know, God forbid, and then we'll have Dwayne Brown plug in. But this is Beckton's contract year. You got to give him a chance to make his money. He's playing well at left tackle, and who knows? Maybe he'll be our left tackle next year. <laughs> you know, maybe we'll resign him. And still get somebody else, you know, a, a rookie in here to, to back him up. And speaking of sure. rookies, we do have Carter Warren, right? The, the the kid from Pitt. Everyone's telling me he's really raw. Okay, I would rather plug him in at right tackle. Like I'd rather give Max Mitchell the chance at right tackle. If it doesn't yep. work out, Billy Turner. If you want to give it a shot, like let's see, let's see what's up. If not, like let's get let's get Carter Warren in here. You know, if not. You're talking about Greg. We have the trade deadline coming up in a couple of weeks here. Yeah, right. It's week six, bye week, trade deadline. If you do find the right tackle in a trade, and maybe he, someone wants to get rid of McCall Hardman, or you know, you want to do one of those, you know, late swaps, right? Like we'll add a seventh because we hate sevens. You know, you give us back a six. You know, something like that for a right tackle. I'm I'm cool with it. But to be honest with you, there's no there's no changes coming through that door, man. Like there's no nobody like even if Lyle Collins comes through, it's not what you think. Like it, it, you're not getting like a like a, a a big boy ready to go, gonna learn our protection, learn the scheme, and be good to go with Zach Wilson and a brand new O line anytime soon. Even if we get him now, he's not gonna be good to go until I don't know week ten, like you know the, yeah. in a month. Yeah, it's the same conversation we had when uh, Aaron Rodgers went down. And Zach Wilson steps up. It's like, oh, let's go sign a veteran. And it's like, well, all the veterans are already backing up other teams. So if you want someone that can start and can play in the league, you have to trade for them. You know, to your point at the time, we were talking about not giving up trade capital. I don't think I really need, I don't think I really want to give up trade capital for a right tackle to your point if it's a late round swap. Okay. But then again, the people that are available in the market to sign, there's a reason why they're available and on the market to sign. Like, you know, what what are they going to do? So, 
to your point, it's a you know multi-week ramp up to get in shape and to learn the playbook and to learn what you need to do. I think ride out with our guys. Our guys have been here since you know OTAs in the off season. And it just sucks, know, bro, because our guy is AVT, man. Why can't he yeah. just stay healthy, bro? He's banned from Denver. What do you make? I want to. I want to dive in a little deeper on this offensive line stuff. What do you think about Billy Turner, who's a name that got floated around a few different times in the offseason? A good signing, a veteran signing, a good backup guy. You know, Rogers talked him up a little bit. Hackett talked him up a little bit. Um, showing up on the on the injury report is a limited participant today with a toe injury. Like right as soon as we need him, he's showing up on the injury report. Like it's just limited. I know, but that stuff drives me crazy. I don't know if you if that moves the needle at all for you at all, but it's like, dude, we need you now, and now you're going to go on the injury report? Like, what are we doing here? No, I, I'm i not reading too much into that. If you're talking injury report, I'm reading more into Justin Hardy being out with a hamstring. Yeah. Hamstring scares the hell out of me. That 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 word in Achilles and then any of the, the, you know, the three letters for the knees, like ACL, MCL, like any of those letters, like those sure. are the three scariest you know, injuries for me. And of course, uh, we'll throw on concussion on top of that. But yo, DJ Reed seems to be limited this week. So he's going to get off concussion protocol. So I'm glad I'm glad that's going to happen. Eccles didn't practice hamstring. Hardy didn't practice hamstring. On the other side, Darius Slade didn't practice with a knee. You know, yeah. so, you know, maybe like a kind of a wash there. But dude, we need our guys versus Jalen Hurts. I know we're, 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 we kind of jumped the gun a little bit here, but we need our guys versus Jalen Hurts. He's, they're going to run. They have our kryptonite. They, like, if you could draw up a team to beat the Jets, it's literally the Philadelphia Eagles. It's the Chiefs and the Eagles. Their offensive Which. line is stout versus our best component on our entire team, which is our D-line. So if they ultimately neutralize our D-line, we're screwed. Our secondary gets exposed, especially with the injuries we got. They could their tight ends are fantastic with Goddard and their backups. I'm definitely taking a backup tight end <laughs> um, anytime touchdown here. Yeah, I have to. I really do. Yeah. Uh like Boston Scott also. Or so like Kenneth Gainwell. They're also they have so many gadget running backs beyond DeAndre Swift that are just gonna catch out of the backfield on us. I've seen this story. Jalen Hurts is gonna run on us. I'm really nervous about this game. The Jets, I've said it a thousand times, are 0-12 versus the Philadelphia Eagles. They've never beaten the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think they're going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. It sucks that AVT's out. But to spin it into a positive note, like this is where we thought we'd be. Like losing to the yep. Chiefs-Eagles. Like The only thing you can cry about is being the only Patriots win for them like on, on their record. That's the only loss I could really cry about. Otherwise, we beat the Bills. And then we lost to the Cowboys. We got smacked by the Cowboys, right? And they're a whole different team now. All injuries, all, you know. They're the only team that can compare with us, uh, you know, with the injury stuff. It's hard yeah. because it's not, Aaron, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a starting quarterback. But otherwise, they, they're being decimated with injuries week to week. And honestly, the Patriots too, right? Yeah. Yeah, Luke Gonzalez and Mr. Red Sleeves in one week. That's That's a blow for sure. So everyone is having their injuries. It's all about sustaining through. It's not fun that we have to first the Philadelphia Eagles as your first test. But I think the Jets, there's something to be said about playing with some house money here. The Philadelphia Eagles are undefeated, not just versus the Jets, but versus the entire league. Yep. 
and then you know sometimes you'll see that seems to wear out uh, you know on certain teams like this the Jets are playing with house money there's no shame to losing you know and the Eagles going 6 and 0 there's literally no shame even if we lose by 50 it would suck it would be embarrassing you know people would be yelling for 2 weeks cuz it's the bye week we have to sit with this loss for 2 weeks if that you know if that were to happen so it wouldn't be fun but yo the Jets are playing with house money right now they're going into the bye week we were going to run the ball Brees Hall we're going to play defense. Like the Philadelphia Eagles have their defense hasn't been that great, if I'm being honest with you. So let's talk about it real quick because I, I was pulling up the numbers here. Defense, rushing defense is pretty good. So they've only allowed 300 yards rushing. Part of it is kind of who they've played. Part of it also is the defense is good. Their front seven's pretty stout. Uh, Jalen Carter, rookie, fell in the draft to them. I, can, I still can't believe that he fell so far. He's been phenomenal this season, has you know, a pretty good shot at winning rookie, you know, defensive rookie of the year. So that's definitely a match. But yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting to see how that how susceptible we are to a good pressure and a good defensive line. Like we saw how poorly we were prepared for the Dallas game. Yeah. Seems like the last two weeks we've kind of figured that out a little bit more. So this is a big test for us. Passing defense, on the other hand, uh, you know, you talked about Slay being on the injury report. They've been injured at at defensive back, and they're one of the bottom third defenses in, in terms of passing yards and passing touchdowns. So they have seemed to be susceptible to the pass this season. My biggest storyline on the Eagles so far, besides them being undefeated, definitely being one of the best teams in the league, is how they're just not putting away teams like the San Francisco 49ers are. And oh, it yeah. seems like they're always kind of in a game here in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter. And then they, you know, they step away a little bit, you know, towards the end because they just wear on you with that rushing attack and that defense, just that bend don't break defense. And, you know, by the fourth quarter, if you're still kicking field goals and they're scoring one yard rushing touchdowns with the tush push, that's just, you, you can't win like that. So. You know, I think the Jets are going to hang. I think the spread is, you know, six or seven points. Like, I think the Jets are going to be in this game. I think the Jets are going to hang. A couple things go our way here or there. You know, we get one stop on a, a two-yard run, or we get a freak play and a turnover. You know, I, I think something crazy could happen. We could win this game. We're at home. Like you said, 0-12 lifetime. I mean, we got to win eventually, right? I mean, this it would be a good time. You know, it's... Going into the bye week, you talk about teams getting up a little bit more going into the bye week. Three and three beating the Eagles going into the bye week is a complete game changer for this entire team and the entire outlook of the entire season. If we're three and three going into the bye week, it's seasons back on. Like, because we get to your point again, we played the Bills, we played the Chiefs, and we played the Eagles. Like, the Jets right now. Two out of those three teams, by the way. Greg, Mr. Winning Picks Weekly, what do you think the, the. if I put $100 down right now, how much money do you think I would get back if I bet on the Jets to make the playoffs right now? October 11th. To make the playoffs, I would guess, is like plus $800. Uh, $610. I make $610. It's okay. pretty nice right now. I feel like the Jets have a legitimate chance, especially if we make this a game, even if we lose. But listen, I'm I'm not Mr. Delusional. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to say the Jets are, you know, have a great chance of winning this game. I'm just saying an undefeated team are susceptible to, to losses, man. It's a great they, spot. It's, it's a tough spot for them. Everyone's coming at their heads. They're not They're not the San Francisco 49ers. If this is San Francisco, I'm like, dude, 
Like, you know, let's just make this a game. Let's just stay around. Let's like almost like a like a joint practice. Let's yeah. let's just work on ourselves. Let's not worry about yeah. what's going on. Everyone just stay healthy. Just come out of this game healthy. No one get hurt. <laughs> That's Keep all it within two or three touchdowns, and let's just get ready for next week. Let's not be embarrassed. Like that's yeah. Really... You see, like uh, Kittle was talking about how this last week against uh, Dallas that or whatever, was... he had three touchdowns and like a zillion yards. He's like, yeah, I didn't even get tackled. Like I'm um, like, it's I'm ready to go again. Like right now, <laughs> like I'm yeah. refreshed. They got some beef out, uh, Kittle versus Parsons with yeah. the F Dallas T-shirt. And Pars, the only thing that bothered me was Parsons saying he didn't care about the three touchdowns on four catches. He just cared about the T-shirt. Like, dude, why do you care more about the touchdowns or less about the t shirt? Like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, like, any Joe Schmo can wear a t shirt. Like, I don't, who cares? Like, yeah, like he was going for like that Randy, that like famous, like Randy Moss stat line where it was like three, wherever he had, you know, that graphic where it's like Randy Moss and it's like him, like he was like doing something to the camera. It's like three catches, 198 <laughs> yards, and three touchdowns. Like, Kittle was going for that. Kittle was, was going crazy. for that this past week. And yeah, scoreboard doesn't matter when you lose by 40, but when you win by 40, it's pounding your chest. We're the best team in the NFC. Yeah, so I'm not really worried about the Philadelphia Eagles like I am about the San Francisco 49ers. However, again, Jets never beat them. Yep. Jets in a good spot at home. Um, I do think Zero there's going to be a lot of Philadelphia Eagles fans, though. Is there, is there going to be a Phillies game? I really hope the Phillies win and there's a Phillies game on Sunday. That would really help us. If there's a Phillies game at the same time, there'd be a lot less Eagles fans at the stadium. <laughs> so, uh, if, if you're listening to this, it might not be. Yeah, it might be over. I mean, if they win tonight, they're up two one. They just need to get three wins. So the next game would probably be Friday, if I had to guess. That next series wouldn't start because they take like a year off, right? In between series. Yeah, you have to wait for the other series to end. I mean, it just <laughs> yeah. depends. Dodgers yeah. might get swept, so the other series. Might oh, be over. It's on, yeah, game five would be Saturday. Never mind. All right. Yeah. So the Eagles fans are going to be all over Jet Life. It's yep. going to be loud. I might have to be there. If we beat the Eagles for the first time in our franchise history, I need to be a Jet Life. That would be pretty cool. And there's, a, be, Knicks, there's cool. a Knicks joint practice at Madison Square Garden at 1 o'clock. Not joint. Uh, uh, that's just a, it's just a pra- practice. open practice. Yeah, yeah, with like the alumni and stuff. They're going to be chilling there. So I was thinking about stopping by there and then going to the game, but we'll see. Maybe we'll see. Tough, tough decisions on Sunday. It's officially the fall. I, I I know you're upstate. You're, it's it's been fall for you, but it's officially the fall down here. Oh yeah, WNBA finals with the New York Liberty. Hockey's back. NBA's back. Go to Winning Picks Weekly. Hear about our parlays. I'm putting in the one dollar parlays for all the divisions. I'm so back mm. on NCAA, NFL, NBA, all divisions, NHL, all scramble all together. So I have something to watch every time I look at the scoreboard. <laughs> like I know what teams I need to win, and every every game's affected if you just take a couple division bets. <laughs> I like no, I love I love the sweat when it gets to the postseason. Like I need the Astros to win the World Series, but then I also need like the Chiefs and the Jets to win. It's like why didn't I put an NFC team in there? Why did I put two AFC teams in there? Yeah, so go to Winning Picks Weekly for that. We'll have again the full college slate with Chip Murphy seven. I'll be Danny Small on for an episode. Then we have the NFL full slate coming up as well. Oh, that's tomorrow. Best for the Jets, Greg. It's Brees Hall. It's the three tight end sets. It's getting Garrett Wilson the ball. It's Alan Lazard coming through. It's the offensive line sticking together. Zach Wilson not turning over the ball. He's been fine. He's been fine. 
the bit, the turnover, we got it back last week. He turned over the ball, we got it back. On the opposite side of the ball, we got to do something against this offensive line. We can't let them bully us. Quincy yep. Williams got to keep it up. I watched some great CJ Mosley tape uh, today. So Greg, he's been playing really well in the, especially in the run game. He's killing it in the run yeah. game, which we need. He's killing the DJ Reed's going to be back. Our secondary is going to look different. Our special teams has been immaculate. Shout out to Greg the Leg, dude. I oh. love you. I love you. I feel the same way about Tommy Morstead, dude. Two safeties in two weeks. You know who sets that up? The punter. Dropping oh, yeah. it in there on the five-yard line. Oh. I mean, when's the last time we've had something like this? It's incredible. Like, And, that, and that's what happens when you have Bryce Huff and Jermaine Johnson, too. Uh, yeah. You know, on those edges. And, yo, dude, let me... Let Three, me you let can me. actually convert. When you when you punt someone inside the five, you're like, oh, we have a shot at this. Like, there's There's been seasons after seasons where even if we get someone stuck inside the five-yard line, I'm like, well... They're just going to run the ball for three yards and get out of it. Three. It's not that case this season. 13. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah true. Like, true. But, yo, I guess the last note here for me, before we get into our, our prediction for the score, is this man Bryce Huff? If you let him go, Greg, I'm going to actually start having – I'm going to have an issue with the team. If you let Bryce Huff go for not for, – for, for even a second-round pick, I'm going to have an issue with this team. I, I honestly am because if if we put a tender on him and he gets signed, like uh, we better re-sign Bryce Huff or get something ridiculous back. Like if we're talking Devontae Adams, like you know, or something crazy, you know, and they really want Bryce Huff, we'll talk. But other than that, if it's not for a superstar, we better keep Bryce Huff. And at this point, I don't think it's a negotiation. We keep talking about the embarrassment of riches we have at defensive line, but then you take a micro uh, micro microscope to it. Uh, I was gonna say magnifying glass to it (laughs) by next season. (laughs) By next season, and it's really there's nothing there. Will McDonald, we don't know. You know, Carl Lawson, Don. You know, Jermaine Johnson, great, but that's just one person, and he has his off days, and that's it for the edge rushers. Be JFM's gone after the season. No, but he's more interior. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about like solid edge. Like talking about the speed, the speed guys on the outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of people online, a lot of people are talking about Miko Hardman. Miko Hardman comments, Miko Hardman going up against the trade deadline, all this stuff, which, you know, we could talk about that if we want. I think it's pretty straightforward. I mean, it was a one-year deal for a couple million dollars. It's not working out. If we trade him for anything, I think it's a win. If we don't trade him, I don't think it's the biggest thing in the world. Luckily, we haven't had any injuries at wide receiver yet, but as soon as there's one injury, boom, he's right in, ready to go, so... Um, that's my two cents on that. What I'm more I'm upset, interested in, what I'm not upset about Hardman. I'm not upset about yeah. this because it's because Gibson is good. One of the most expensive, you know, undrafted free agents that we brought in, and he ended up being really good. And he, that's fine. That's amazing. And he's like, great. he's good, but also Randall Cobb, who's injury prone at the end of his career, is healthy. Alan Lazard, who's injury prone, is healthy. Like everyone's just healthy right now. Like as soon as you know. Cobb gets hurt, boom! You have you have a role, Michael Hardman. As soon yeah, as Lazard has to mi- miss like half a game for something, boom! You have a role for half a game. Like there's opportunities for you to take advantage of at that point. It just hasn't happened yet. We're we're five weeks into the season, and he's on a one year deal. Right? Yeah. We, he came in with Aaron Rodgers. We we understood, but at this point, we we are like we have one eye on next season. Like there is like the management yeah. has one eye on next season. Like we need Cobb to be good for next year. Right, so like, if Aaron Rodgers come back, Cobb's coming back. 
If, yep. if Lazard's on contract, he has to be healthy. Garrett Wilson is coming back. Hopefully, he is number five. Sorry, more said, but I want G5 Wilson. That's going to be fire. And maybe we get 17 in here with, you know, some, you know, I'm not going to start, you know, spreading yeah, rumors just, and being know. all excited. I'm just saying it's possible. We're, 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 it's even possible that we play, you know, the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field next year. If we are, if, you know, Jets and the Packers are in, in, right now, it's looking like we're going to be in the same place. So we'll see, you know. True. What about one la- one more we'll see, though? Where where do you see or what do you see happening with Carl Lawson? Because to me, he's like the odd man out. Like, are, are we going to make a trade at the trade deadline, try to get him for like a – give him to some team as an expiring contract for like a fourth-round pick or fifth-round pick? So it doesn't – so NFL doesn't work like that, like the NBA. The NBA, yeah. Where you could where like Evan Fournier, you know, if you're following the Knicks, he he has a hor- he had a horrible contract. Now it's the last year of his deal. Now it's a actually a great contract because now you can tr- you have to match contracts. So, yep. but you can kind of trick the system. It's only that ye- the, this year. So if if I'm making 17 million for the next four years on somebody and I want to get rid of him theoretically, I could trade him for Evan Fournier straight up. So yep. seven and then. You're no, you don't you you get that 17 mil off the books for the next three years just yep. just a quick you know but in the NFL it's different like if we trade for if the Jets trade for Kirk Cousins we're only on the books for whatever is left uh, of a of the 10 million base salary and that's divided into game checks so that's the only thing that we'd be on the hook for you know okay. what I mean if we got Kirk Cousins you know no other deal so you know you asked about Carl Lawson Carl Lawson's not going anywhere he's just gonna stay inactive. I know and if someone gets injured, he'll be always active. Otherwise, he's just gonna, you know, he's just gonna be him and Will McDonald are gonna kind of be in and out for who's gonna be active or inactive. You're gonna either get yeah. the rookie or you know the veteran with the injuries. Like that's just like the opposite side of the spectrum for the Jets making decisions on the D line because we're dressing traditionally more D linemen than everybody else. Yeah, it's interesting because we kind of started this whole conversation we're talking about with uh uh, Bryce Huff and we have to keep Bryce Huff and you know I think the logical replacement is to replace Carl Lawson with Bryce Huff right they're both well that's what it is of, he's already been replaced by him right right exactly he already has so th- now the money works out where we can pay Bryce Huff because Carl Lawson's you know whatever his bigger contract is will be no more after this season the real question is what that is does does he want to stay in his role as like a third down specialist, or does he want to go somewhere? Because if you look at like PFF had the graphic and it made its way around Twitter about like the most like QB pressures this season and Huff made the list. He's like top eight or whatever it is in the NFL. But what they don't tell you. And so it played out on Twitter um, is the snap count. Like he has half the snaps as most of the guys on the list. Right. So, you know, if, if I'm him, I'm like, well, I can make seventeen million here on the Jets, but I could also go somewhere and play twice as many snaps and try to make thirty million a year. Yeah, because I mean, he could he could be one of the top pass rushers in the league if he can play like that every down. That's why you better not let him go. Figure it out. You, yeah. better, you better keep him. I don't know what to do, but you better keep Huff. He's very important. He can be very important in this game as well, right? Versus Eagles team. And there Absolutely. is a path to win. There is a path to win, man. We cover that. We cover their their huge wide receivers and Smith and AJ Brown. Uh, you know, Goddard and the tight ends. They get like somewhat covered. You know, Smith, uh, Scott, and and Gainwell, the running backs out of the backfield, get somewhat covered. We handle Swift because we're good run defense. 
don't turn over the ball, hit our field goals. We can we we can win this game. It's gonna be scrappy. Have you to know, win the turnover battle. Have exactly. Just don't turn it over. And, you, and if we win a couple, it's only way we can turn it around. You're you have right. to force them to turn it over. It hasn't been that easy against this Philadelphia team. I mean, Jalen's amazing. The the rushing attack's been pretty good. So you're gonna have to create it somewhere somehow. I, I'm not sure what it is, but you're right. Give me a score. Interesting. Twenty-four twenty. Who wins? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to say. I don't want to say because in my head it's the Eagles, in my heart it's the Jets. So like, in all honesty, it should be the Eagles. The Eagles should win. But if there was ever a time to do it and to beat and upset this team, like we've said, like you said throughout this episode, like I've said. It's now, man. It's coming off a big win, coming home, playing at home, 5-0 and team. They haven't been putting people away. They're going into a bye week. Now is the time to do it. If we're going to capitalize, let's capitalize. <laughs> I'm not saying the season's over if we lose, but to your point, it's like we're playing with house money. So if we can get up right now, get to 3-3, three and three, we're in the driver's seat the rest of the season. So... Jets win 24-20, season's back on, ready to roll, ready to get going. Zach Wilson's the guy the rest of the year. Cut all the nonsense out about Aaron Rodgers coming back this season. He's not. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's not. I see too many people online talking about it. It's driving me nuts. He's not coming back this season. Zach Wilson's season. <laughs> and he's going to do amazing, amazing things that will blow your mind by the end of the season. But right now, it's just being the Eagles. All right. I'll address, I'll address Aaron Rodgers at the end here. But for the score, I'm going to go with – I would like to be wrong. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles win. I would like to be wrong. Uh, I'm going to go with 26 to 17. Okay. That's what, that's what I think. I think that would be the actual score of this game. But I'm hope I'm completely wrong. I hope the Jets win 31-20. Again, that was an amazing game. Oh, I never felt better watching that Denver Broncos game. But when you talk to me about Aaron Rodgers not coming back, if he wants to come back, Greg, in the AC Championship game because we're going to Kansas City, he's more than welcome to come back. I will not say no. He can come back. I don't care what he does. He could throw four picks. I don't give a damn. I won't. I won't. He could. Zach Wilson can get us the AFC Championship, and Aaron Rodgers coming in through four interceptions. I'd be like, yo, no problem, Aaron. I'll see you next year, bro. Like, I don't no problem with it. Yeah. So that's my two cents on it. I really hope that Aaron Rod. I really. There's nothing I'm praying for more than the Jets and the Green Bay Packers finishing the same place in the division. There's nothing I'm. There's nothing I'm hoping for. Also, if the Chiefs do too, we'd also play them, but that's unrealistic because they're going to be first and the Jets and the Packers likely are not but yep. <laughs> if that does happen we'd we'd uh Mahomes would come back to MetLife so we do the the, the fourth try <laughs> yeah. for Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers so we'll see how that goes yeah let's just save it for the playoffs let's just save it for the playoffs save it for the playoffs it's gonna yeah. be in Kansas City too it's gonna be really red that's fine. all right next comment Jets come ETC period YouTube Twitter, X, Facebook, Instagram. Hit us up, Winning Picks Weekly, uh, on the YouTube. Every thir Wednesday, Thursday, we come out with episodes for uh, NFL and football. See you tomorrow on that.
Well, let's go Jets. Let us know what you got for the score. Let us know if you're going to be at the game. Let us know what your outlook is coming after the bye week. Is this going to really affect it? Like, if the Jets win, are you on top of the moon? I think yes. If the Jets lose it, more importantly, are you like, oh, the season's over? We're, you know, we're two and four. Or are you like, all right, dude, like, I see who we, who we played and who's coming up. Giants, Chargers Monday night at home, Vegas Sunday night on the road. And then we have two division games, Dolphins-Bills. I mean, we have a – there's a path, Greg. There oh, yeah. is a path. There's a huge path. I don't want to talk about what the path is. There's a path. Yeah. Right? That's all <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. There is yeah. a path. And you can take that right now on your favorite sports book. You can hit the, you can go. You know what the path I'm talking about. You can get the path. Yeah, yeah plus 610. No, even better than that. Oh. Even better than that. So there's a path. All right. See you guys on Sunday. Post-game reaction. Maybe a little late if I'm at the game. Because it's impossible to get out of the parking lot. <laughs> Other than yeah. that, let us know what you got. Speaking of, oh, speaking of, Greg, last note. Season ticket notes. Um, uh, yeah. Jets fans got the, the season ticket letter uh, that's time to pay uh, for next season. You can either pay in full by November or pay the six-month installments. As a next season ticket holder, I don't think that's a big deal. I actually think it's better uh, because once the playoffs come, if they do ever come for the Jets, we know. We know about yep. the drought uh, and major sports. But for the Knicks, I had to pay the next installments and the playoff tickets at the same exact time in May. That sucked. So this year, they did start early as well. So I'm going to be done with payments by January. And that's going to be nice uh, from January to May, you know, not paying the Knicks. <laughs> so that's yep. going to be fun. I feel like that's what the Jets are doing as well. Do you have a problem with this? I know people have been freaking out really quick here before we get out of here. Just about, dude, it's, just, it's so tough to ask a fan base to pay for next season tickets while they're paying for this season's tickets. They're paying for concessions. They're paying for tailgating. They're paying for parking. They're paying to get to the game. They're paying for all this stuff. And now on top of that, they have to pay for next season's tickets as well. It's just It's a lot. To your point, I get it. It kind of gets you on a little bit of a better schedule so you're not getting hit with next season tickets and playoff tickets. God willing, we get to some playoff tickets for the Jets. But playoff so home game is pretty unrealistic as a division. You have to win the division. Yes. Or with wild card and hope a division team loses, but you have to be a high wild card team, which is also pretty unrealistic for this year's Jets. At this point, yeah, it is. But, you know, maybe it's indicative of things to come. Who knows? All right. Pray for Zach Wilson. We got Jalen Carter on the other side of him next week. Yeah. Let's go with a brand new O-line. We'll see what happens, man. Let's go Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah.